Welcome to Beards, Biceps, Beliefs, and Sometimes Bourbon, where you will hear all about how to remove the roadblocks in your life so you can achieve the success you want in your career, business, fitness, and relationships. And also, my favorite bourbon tastings. Welcome to the next episode of Beards, Biceps, Beliefs, and Sometimes Bourbon. Okay, today we're going to talk about action. People have some great ideas. An idea is kind of nothing without a plan, all right? Once you have a plan, um, then you have to decide how you're going to execute it. If you don't execute it, then you're just back to an idea, okay? It's a vicious cycle. We have to break that. So now who's going to do the work, right? To execute that idea that became a plan. Now it's going to be executed into an actual thing. So people come to me all the time with ideas. That's great. I encourage it. Okay. We want new ideas, but I ask 10 questions. All right. So who am I serving? What's my target audience? Who am I going to help? Who will serve them? Who on my staff is going to, um, actually execute the plan, right? What's the timeline to start? Do we need six months, a year? Do we need six weeks? How are we going to implement it? How long is it going to take from advertising to the first day? Where will we do this? Do we have the space available to accomplish this? Maybe it's just the desk we need. Maybe it's 2000 square feet of space. I don't know. Depends on the idea. We need to make sure we have the space for it. How will we fit it into our schedule? We already have a busy schedule. Where is it going to fit in? What are we going to remove or not do that might not be as productive? Um, or do we already have the time and we just need to take advantage of it? What funds are needed? We might need extra money. We need to buy things or advertise or build things that are going to require some capital. Who will actually do the work, which I mentioned earlier, is one coach enough? Do we need multiple coaches? Do we need another expert to be brought in to help with this? All things we need to decide on. Okay. Number eight, how long will it take for this new project or idea to be profitable? Okay. Are we giving it three months, six months, a year? That's a long time. So we need to decide on that. What's our break even profitable point? Are we going to continue on or not continue on? What's the price point for the customer? How much are we going to charge for this? Do we need to charge more and have less people charge less and have more people? What's going to work for us? And number 10, what do you need from me? Right? How can I help you make this idea into a plan and have it executed to help you be successful? Again, 10 things who will be serving? How will we be serving them? What's the time to start? Where, how, where are we going to do this? What space is needed? How will we fit it into our schedule? What are the funds needed? Who will do the work? Okay. With staff members, how long will it take to be profitable price point for the customer? And what do you need from me? So 10 questions, all right, for any idea to be a plan to execute into a thing. So take an action on it. 
Ideas are the easy part. Everyone has a lot of them. We can plan too much and it kind of kills it. We over plan and take no action. You have to have a good base of thoughts on how you're going to do this. But if you overthink every little scenario, nothing will ever get done, right? So set your SOPs. Those are standard operating procedures. What are the basics we're going to do when we run this program? Okay. And then teach that to your staff. Too much detail can bog them down and no execution happens again, right? You forget why you started. Your staff will get buried in the details. A lot of the learning that happens once we actually start implementing it. So remember, action trumps everything. You can talk until you're out of breath. We all know people like that, right? They say they're going to do something forever and then nothing ever happens because they don't take action. All right. That's why you need to take action or nothing will come of it. Once you start taking action, things will become more clear. What works on paper doesn't always work in reality once you start implementing it. You need to be able to adjust on the fly, adapt to situations and overcome problems. So let's be clear. There are going to be problems. All right. I can guarantee you that. Um, but it's how you deal with them and overcome those problems and take action on them. That's what makes you successful. Even if it feels like you're going backwards, keep taking action, get back to the basics. Things will work out. You must just stay consistent and keep moving forward and keep taking action. Okay. Two biggest takeaways from today. Nothing will ever be perfect. So stop trying to make it perfect. Just keep taking action and everything will never all be done. You're never going to completely finish because things are going to change as you grow. Okay. Give yourself some grace. You're at where you're at, uh, because that's what you can handle right now. Everything starts small and grows bigger as we gain that experience. Okay. So now, Go take some action. Okay, our whiskey bourbon sampling today is Angel's Envy. Um, it is my friend Sandy's favorite, so we're giving that a go today. You can see there's angel wings on the back of the bottle. Very cool. We're also going to talk about a little bit from the, the World of Whiskey book. So remember, have a great glass. Just to recap, solid base. It's got some grip, thin lip. Important. Pouring it neat. I have been starting to drink it neat lately. Slowing it down a bit. Okay, I always give it a little smell. Kind of like wine. <laughs> and taste. A little stronger than last week's. Um, Pendleton Rye, that was an 80 proof. This is an 86.6, uh, a little stronger, bitterer taste, but still quite good. Good choice, Sandy. So from our World of Whiskey book, my wife got me, we went over the six, um, sorry, nine, nine things to making whiskey. Malting, mashing, fermenting, distilling, the cut, filling into cask, blending, and finally bottling, okay? So what is malting? I'm gonna read from the book. 
Malting. Barley goes through the malting process to activate enzymes and maximize its starch content, which is later converted to sugar and then alcohol. If peat is burned while drying the grains, the whiskey will have a smoky flavor. Some distillers have their own floor malting, um, but most use independent malters. So the first stage is malting, um, activating enzymes to create sugar and then alcohol is the basic gist of it. Okay, next podcast we'll go over mashing. Cheers. Thanks for listening to the show. Make sure you subscribe, leave a review, share with a friend. If there's anything I could do to help, please reach out. We will see you on the next episode of Beards, Biceps, Beliefs, and Sometimes Bourbon.